to take your Bibles and look at Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. And look there with me at verse 7. It says here in verse 7 of Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have a opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your words, these words that have been spoken just now. Father, we pray now that you help us to understand these things as you would see fit. In Jesus' name, amen. So we see here some very important, uh, very important things to consider in, in, in this text that we've just read. Um, first, I want to use the verse here. I want to look at the verse. Um, verse 7, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Do not be deceived. Today, there is way too many of us being deceived. We're being deceived. We're allowing ourselves to believe in ways and things that have, have never been of God. We're allowing ourselves to be okay with certain things that, that uh, we're, we're thinking and doing in our lives and our families. And this word here, God is saying to us, don't be deceived. He cannot be mocked. So when we think about God being mocked, the reality, the reality of this is we as Christians, this is not, it's easy for us to look at people out and living lives uh, out, uh, outside of church, folks who, who, who obviously aren't Christians. It's easy for us to look at them and say, oh, you're mocking God. People who mocked Jesus, they listen, people who've mocked God for years, there's, there's been no doubt there's mocking going on. But can I tell you something? <clears throat> you and I as Christians, are those of us who are Christians, who are truly, genuinely sold out to the Lord, we're not sowing by the flesh and reaping corruption. No, we're sowing by the Spirit, and there's a good harvest coming in. You understand that. But if you're not a Christian, but you're confessing to be a Christian, but you really are carnal-minded, you're of the ways of the world, your lifestyle shows nothing but worldly ways, and you can't really tell the, the reality apart of whether you're a Christian or a, or a follower of the world. Kyle Eidemann does uh, uh, Not a Fan. He talks about Not a Fan. There's the books and all the... The, the, uh, the whole study series on it, it's really good. I would encourage you to check that out. Kyle Eidemann. Uh, and it's called Not a Fan. The truth today is so many people, uh, as, as he says, 
they're fans of Jesus. They want to support him by saying, oh, well, we, we're just, oh, we just love Jesus and he's great and he's wonderful, but their entire life shows nothing at all except for the, the main religious obvious things, you know, attend church occasionally or, or maybe even religiously. A lot of religious things about people, but at the end of the day, God is being mocked in a, in a lot of people's lives who are saying they're Christians because they're living for the ways of the world. And they're mocking God. And that's why this verse of Scripture says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Do not be deceived. Whatever. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. So much corruption and so much distraught, destruction is going on in our lives today. We see so many people that have just just oh my goodness there's so much corruption and so many people who are confessing Christ but they're corrupted they live in a corrupt household their homes are full of destruction now to convince people these things absolutely it wouldn't happen they wouldn't believe you oh I would never believe such a thing uh, we're fine we're good Christians yeah what defines a good Christian what defines a good Christian if somebody starts naming off a list of things, let me tell you something. That's not about a list of things. What it is that keeps us and causes us to yearn and hunger, to literally hunger after Him, is His Holy Spirit inside of our hearts. You know, I believe there's a lot of folks that are confused on this fact, but it's not sin that sends someone to hell. It's, not, uh, it's the fact that you haven't had a relationship with Jesus. So it's not sin. You say, well, that, that's blaspheming what you just said. Of course it's sin that sends a man to hell or a woman to hell. No. Jesus Christ died on the cross for all sins, past, present, and future. The reason someone goes to hell is because they don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. The reason a person is going to be cast into the lake of fire, listen to what he says. Depart from me, you evildoer of iniquity. I never knew you. I never knew you. I never knew you. That is the reason that a person is going to hell if they haven't come to know Christ. You see, he bridged the gap. He took care of all sins at Calvary. When he said it is finished, it was finished. And so this reality comes up where people are stumbling over themselves all the time. Oh, well, I sin here and I sin there and I try to be a good Christian and I try to do this and I try to do that and I want to do this and I want to do that. Listen, that's the problem. Too many people are trying to live this life and they can't. I can't live this life apart from Christ. If you listen to the, any of my podcasts for any length of time, you might think I sound like I'm just saying some of the same stuff, but I'm here to tell you it's because it's all revolving around the same concept of what's going on. Corruption versus Jesus. And so when we think about the reality of, 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 of not being deceived, God cannot be mocked. If you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap 
corruption. But that verse goes on to say in verse 8, But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. There is something that is going to occur inside of us, and that something is the Holy Spirit. He, the Holy Spirit, who, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God will be sealed on our souls, and our hearts will be changed. We will no longer have a passion and desire for the very grid of how this life that we've always known is ran. We will begin to live against that way. We will begin not to do the things that we've always done. Why? Because our hunger and our passion no longer exist for those things, but it exists for the things of God. Jesus himself said that he does his Father's will. He does his Father's will. You and I should be out with a passion and a hunger in our heart to live for God, to live for Jesus. It says right here in verse 9, And let us not grow weary while doing good. Why is that there? While doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Let us not grow weary in doing good. Listen, I know this is going to sound really, really crazy, but I can say this because it's true. You might look at me and say, well, you just think you're something, don't you? No, I don't think I'm anything. I'm nothing apart from Christ. But in Him, I have the strength. In Him, I have life. In Him, I have purpose. And I just want you to hear what I'm about to say. There is only a small group of those who understand this. And you say, blasphemer, how can you say such a thing? What do you, what do you mean by saying that? His word tells us that narrow is the path to heaven and broad is the path to destruction. There's only few who will find this truth and understand it through the Spirit of God. There's many who are on that path to destruction. That's the Bible that says that. Not just, not, I'm not just saying that. The Bible says that. And so for us to truly understand what I'm saying right now, to say that I'm not being uh, mean or, or trying to cause co conflict or harm or, or anything like that, I'm just saying wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Whatever a man reaps, so or whatever a man sows, so he will also reap. What are you sowing today in your life? What are you sowing today? What are you being deceived by, friend? What are you sowing? What are you sowing in your life? If you're sowing good seed, good you're going to reap good you're going to reap good things. But if you're sowing bad seed, if you're sowing deceitful evil darkness, if you're sowing those sort of sort of seeds, guess what? You're going to reap that. If you're sowing bad attitude, you're going to reap bad attitude. If you're sowing a filthy mouth, you're going to reap a filthy a filthy mouth. If you're sowing alternate lifestyles of any kind, you're going to reap that. 
Now, if you've just recently begun to sow a certain seed that's not right and you know it in your lifetime and your life, life right now and the Spirit of God is convicting you, get on your knees, repent of that, and pull that out of the, out of the ground and get rid of it. Don't, sa- don't sit there and saturate something you know is not good. I can't begin to tell you how many times as a young person there was times the Lord would deal with me and I would have planted something in my life that wasn't worthy, but I wouldn't listen. And guess what? I had to go through a time where I was like wandering in the desert, if you will, because of my rebellion. And when I finally come around to realize and and I I got right in my heart and I repented of those things, guess what happened? I was able to see and think so much more clearly. Why? Because the Word of God, God Himself, is faithful. And He truly revealed that I was to start sowing seeds of value and not seeds that didn't have any value. And sometimes you might say, well, I believe that this seed or that seed has value. No, no, listen to me. If you can't go before, if you, if you haven't gone before God and seeked after Him to say, Lord, is this something I should be sowing in my life? Do I really want to reap what this is that's about to come from? Do I really want to reap whatever this is that I'm about to sow? You think about that. You think about that. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. If you sow to the flesh, you'll reap con- you will reap corruption. But if you sow to the spirit, you will reap everlasting life. I beg of you to consider these things. We're not running around to be a mocker of God. If someone says they believe in Him, they need to live like they're, that they have a relationship with Him. Not running around saying, well, I'm practicing Christianity. I think I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens. No, it's not like that. You either know Jesus or you don't. Someone told me here a while back, they said, well, uh, I used to know Him. I said, how did you used to know Jesus? That's like saying I took a bite of uh, pumpkin pie, um, you know, three days ago, and I forgot what it tasted like. No. You took a bite of pumpkin pie, you know what it tastes like. If you and I taste and see that the Lord is good, you're not going to forget. Now, you can make a decision, mind you. You can make a decision to either follow after him or say, absolutely not. I want nothing to do with you. Whatever you're sowing, whatever you're sowing, that's what you're going to reap. So I want to encourage you right now. I want to encourage you right now to consider. Are you being deceived? Are you being deceived by the lifestyles around you? Are you being deceived by the things that we see on television? I mean, I I am mind-blowed that people, even of the faith, are excited about watching television shows like The Bachelor. People are excited about watching television series shows that, that is absolutely a mockery of God. Folks are so excited about going to the movies and watching evil shows, 
evil, spirited, demon-possessed movies. But yet they say they have a relationship with Jesus. These things are mockery to God. What kind of seeds are you sowing? It won't be long and there'll be a season coming up called Halloween. What's your plans for Halloween? I can honestly tell you that uh, my household, we're not, we're not, we're not going to be uh, celebrating Halloween. We're not going to be uh, partaking in anything to do with Halloween. And the reason that is, is because it, there's no sense in it. Because the, the relationship we have with God, we're set apart from the things of this world. And I'm telling you, when you and I begin to live in Jesus Christ, you'll begin to realize that all of the philosophies and ideas of this world are flawed. They're skewed. They have no place in the Word of God. And the Word of God is not something that's accepted by these ideas of this world. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 17, For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are obviously all the things. The adultery, adultery, uh, fornication, uncleanliness, lawlessness, and so on and so forth. As you can see there in those, in those verses. The flesh and the Spirit of the Lord, they're not going to work hand in hand. It's not going to come together. So what am I saying? I'm saying if I know Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'm going to know that all these other things are deceiving, and I'm not going to have a thing to do with them. Why? Because my passion for the Lord God is way greater than my passion for the things of this world. I don't want to be deceived, therefore I'm going to depart from these things, and I'm going to have nothing to do with these things. Now when I do that, I have to understand there's going to be backlash. Why? Because people around me that don't agree with that, but yet they confess to be Christians, they're going to look at me and think I'm crazy. Jesus has already warned us that that is going to happen. Folks today say, well, persecution doesn't happen here in America like it does overseas. You know why? Because Christians today that say they're Christians, everybody's grown so uh, much into the way of the world that it's not that obvious. But you let someone stand up against the wrong things of this, of this culture around us, and I'm going to tell you right now, you will be persecuted. Things I'm saying in this podcast is probably persecution level. <laughs> I'm just saying. So consider these things today, will you? Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. What are you sowing today, friend? What are you sowing? Are you looking forward to what you're going to reap from that? You know, people sow bad seeds all the time, and they reap what they want from it, but it only lasts for a season, and it's over. Verse 10 says, Therefore we 
As we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of the faith. As we have the opportunity, let us do good. Let us proclaim the right things and stand firm in the faith. I pray today this message is, 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 has exactly what it needs in it, and God's going to use it to be able to speak to each heart that's listening. And I do pray that today. In Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to Living It Out Evangelistic Ministries. Thank you so much for listening. May God bless you.